What the heck is up, you guys? This is Shakita Slater, aka Huntsman, aka Morticia Adams, aka Sabrina Stallman. You know the rest. Finally, I got to look at the movie at least two times over yesterday. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, finally got out the way, and I can go ahead and get on to this review. But, before any of this shit happens, I hope you guys had a great day. <clears throat> I hope that you guys went to go get some food, <clears throat> you did some workouts, you get to shoot your kids with Nerf guns and whatnots. I did that to my son, and it became an all-out Nerf war. So that was a great day to have. I did yoga. Uh, what else did I do? I looked at anime most of the day with Thomas, and we just both did yoga, so we just both had, like, a chill day. And not to mention, it is hot as hell in Georgia. I'm not kidding around. It is freaking hot. I'm not joking. Like, I stepped outside for, like, two minutes. Like, no, not even two minutes. Two seconds, and I instantly started sweating under my armpits. And I have to put on more deodorant. Just because. <laughs> Alright, but before... Alright, well, anyways, I hope you guys had a great day. Uh, you got to eat, drink, exercise, meditate, journal, uh, look at some unwatched movies and TV shows. You get to watch some new stuff. Uh, what else? Yeah, you know, you got to check up on your friends and your family. I hope you guys did all of that. And that you still maintain to have a positive day. Alright, so let's get to this review really quick. Because it's, I'm just going to do it in kind of bits and pieces. I'm just going to kind of like go to go like down the line of what happened between Gollum, Sneagol, um, Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, Gandalf, and Lord Theoden and company along with that time, and coming into Frodo and Sam, and then we're going to talk about Mary and Pip, uh, what else, and then Saruman's death, obviously, and then we're going to talk about the two awesome battles that happened in the movie as well. Honestly, this movie is 10-10. It, it is straight 10-10 for me, because even looking at it, the year it came out, the year it was released, fantastic. And honestly, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, to me, is a must-watch because you, um, it, it's it's fantastic. Like the Middle Earth and everything, and like you get awesome battles and great, uh, great graphics and shit. It was fantastic. <laughs> it, it really was. And then not only that, I I am going to talk about The Hobbit. I am going to talk about The Hobbit and other stuff about The Hobbit. Because I think The Hobbit trilogy, at some point, only one main character pissed me off so bad. But I'll talk about that next week. You know, this upcoming week. I'm going to do it on a fucking Saturday. Um, after My Hero, uh, after the new episode of My Hero Academia, so I'm gonna go ahead and do that for The Hobbit next, uh, Saturday, because I, god damn. Alright, so anyways, coming into the review, I'm either gonna make this kind of short, long, I'm just gonna summarize it in my own words, okay? So basically, you saw at the beginning of the movie, uh, Sneagle, Deagle, were in a fishing, like, in a boat, they were fishing, and mind you, if you look at the, and then take it back to the first, uh, go back to Fellowship, where the ring lied in the ruin, basically after Isildur's death, the ring fell into the water, where he supposedly, you know, died at, drowned at, well, he died at, and the ring just kind of fell into the water. So, coming into that, I think it's a different lake. I don't know if it's a different lake, but I think, like, 
you know, you just kind of go back and compare and contrast. But I think it's a different lake that Smeagol and you were at uh, when they went fishing. All right, so Deagle got caught. You know, the fish caught his rod and everything, and he goes down in the water. And as he's, like, trying to, the, the, you see this fish just swimming away. And, he, you know, he sees this ring at the bottom, so he grabs it, and he comes face first out the water. He's face first out of the little creek, and he, like, <laughs> faces going like, ugh. Alright, so he sees the ring, Smeagol sees what the hell is going on, like, ah, oh, dude, and it was so gruesome, because Smeagol was, like, so encaptured by that ring, it just made him kill Deagle, like, bro, the fuck? You're gonna kill your home, like, what? No! I'm going to kill my buddy over a piece of accessory that has all that power. Yeah, we're back on that bullshit again. Like, I, I felt like that's not fair. So, anyways. And then after the ring, you know, he was, like, basically cursed. He was pretty much cursed at this point. After he killed Eagle, he took the ring. You know, he started losing his hair. He started losing weight. He started looking horrible uh, and then he was eating fish raw and then he just kind of laid all up in pretty much misty mountains and that's and where's misty mountains like for those that don't look at lord learning please get away from this episode please thank you so much <laughs> but uh yeah yeah so Smeagol, you know, he's, he's no longer Smeagol, it's Gollum now, so it's like his voice is all hoarse, he loses his speaking voice and everything, so it's kind of like sucky and stuff like that, so it's kind of like horrible. Alright, but we're still on the Smeagol Gollum part, this is the first part of it. Alright, and then, you know, Smeagol, well, Gollum is pretty much a Smeagol at this point because, you know, alter egos. And everything. You know how, like, Harvey did. And Mr. Jackal, Mr. Hyde. Dr. Jackal, Mr. Hyde. You know how that goes. Alright, so, kind of leading Frodo with Sam. Sam is just so, to this point, fed the fuck up. We're now we're coming to the Frodo and Sam. Sam, I swear to God, fucked. He, he's just tired of Gollum at this point. Because Gollum is looking to kill Frodo. He's having everything planned out, and he's looking to kill this guy over the ring, over this ring, and Sam overhears him talking at some point about wanting to kill Frodo, I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna take the ring and all that stuff, and so on and so forth. Okay, my boyfriend just messaged me after I told him I was gonna do this episode, but, you know, yeah, alright, so I'm gonna go ahead and mute that for a minute because he just messaged me. Damn. Alright, back to, yeah, and Sam hit Gollum in the head with a frying pan. And then <laughs> Smeagol looked, it felt his head, like, it felt like where Sam had hit him, and then he saw this little sight of blood. He was like, ah! ah! freaked out and then Frodo's basically telling Sam like you need to chill the fuck out you need to leave him alone he's not doing anything he's not committing any crimes and Sam is like basically telling him like I overheard him he's gonna try to kill you Mr. Frodo he's gonna try to kill you he's gonna murk your little hobbit ass okay he, he's just he's ready at this point he, he's just straight up ready at this point so they're going off traveling and everything, so you already know how that goes. You know how that goes. Uh, so we're going to cut off from Sam, Frodo, and Gollum. Smeagol. At this point, we're going to cut off from them. We're going to go to the Merry Pip, Aragorn, Lord Theoden, Gandalf, Legolas, Gimli, and they're going to come to Saruman's place, the castle. You see all this wood, like all this water going around. So Saruman's 
that was somewhat satisfying, yet, yet oddly satisfying to watch. And then you have Remo, who's stat. This was to me, but I looked at the widescreen edition, the extended edition, and I have to go back and look at that too. The extended edition was just so motherfucking dark. I'm talking about it was dark in a sense where in the widescreen version, they didn't even show you how Saruman died. They didn't even show his death in that part. But in the extended one, mind you, dark as hell. Like they showed his death and everything, how he fell from the tower and he hit, like, his whole body had hit in the pointy things on this little spin thing. And he just laid there. And Grima is already dead because basically Saruman had killed him before he could even fall to his death. So, so both Grima and Saruman are dead. This little orb thing falls out of Saruman's, like, cloak pocket and then Mary sees it and then he goes get off the horse and he goes to go pick it up and just looks at it. Gandalf sees him with it and he kind of takes it away from Mary. So Mary you know the most curious poppin little pippin <laughs> little poppin little baby oh my god little hobbits are just so tiny you know I saw a dead armadillo today fuck but that's segue from that for a minute. I saw a dead armadillo I saw a dead armadillo in the side of the road. Hold on really quick, guys. Alright, so anyways, I'm sorry. My cat's bothering me again. <sighs> Back to the movie. Alright, so we're past Saruman's death. Mary grabs ball. Leaves, so they're getting ready to go. So pretty much they're going to make way to... Interest at this point. So they go back home to celebrate their post Helm's Deep battle that they just had overnight. Yeah. Just had this shit overnight. Alright, so they're all having a blast. A big blast. Uh, and can I can I just tell y'all how much I adore Miranda Otto? I'm just wow, she's incredible. Uh, she played A one so well, <clears throat> and then not to mention she does not age for God's sakes, goddamn. All right, so you know, Mary and Pip drunk as hell, dancing on the table, just having a blast. You know, everyone's having a great time. It's just chill mode. It's no more battles for the time being. Alright. No more battles for the time being. So, in the, in the extended one, <laughs> in the extended version, Legolas and Gimli are having, like, this drink-off. Alright, Legolas is drinking, like a motherfucker right now like it is crazy to me it is like it's super crazy to me so after all that was said and done Gimli thought he had to drink off one but he didn't Legolas won that with like no ease Legolas drunk like 40 ales at one fail swoop like it was just nothing it was like water to him so he drinks the ale. And like, what the fuck is going on here? And then, then he's after the four, after a lot of those drinks. Now he starts to feel a buzz. He starts to feel a buzz. So now it's like, dude, what the hell? And it's just so funny to me because <laughs> it was just so funny to me. Oh, right. After everyone's having, like, their good old fun fest and everyone's drunk, tired, and smoked out. Mary and Pip are basically asleep, but Mary is awake. 
because he wants to know what's up with that orb thing. Alright, so he goes to look. He steals it from Gandalf, who's, like, awake at this all times of the night. But he's actually asleep. Who sleeps with their eyes open, guys? Like, who does that? That's kind of creepy to me. <laughs> and so on and so forth. Alright, so Mera grabs the ball. He takes it. And then this eye of Sauron looks dead at him. Like, yeah, I, I see you and all that good shit. Do you have the ring? What the? Mary's like, no, it's just, ah. Okay, so after that, this is Mary. This is not Mary. This is Pip. Oh, my God. I keep getting them confused because, like, they're, they're just so tiny and they're just, like, they're all together. So you get the names confused a little bit. So Pip is the one that looked at the orb. I'm so sorry, because Pip was, I always call him Pippin. He was the one that grabbed the orb after Sauron's body was, like, basically circled into the water. He grabbed the, <laughs> he grabbed the, the orb. Gandalf took it from him. All right, so Pip gets up. He's awake. This is coming, this is about a, cut, a couple of scenes away from that scene. Uh, cut a couple of scenes away and you have Pip taking the orb from Gandalf but he switches this little picture with the orb so you would know like so Gandalf again who's sleeping awake which is I think is totally weird that he's just sleeping with his eyes because he doesn't know what's going on so Pip takes the orb again stares into it he sees all kinds of stuff like the destruction over at Minas Tirith and then we're gonna get to that part too um everything now down in uh, Minas Tirith and etc etc so Mary is basically waking everybody up Gandalf and gets the orb tries to get the orb away from Pip Aragorn gets the orb and he sees it and he faints and falls out and they throw this little blanket over the orb so it could just kind of calm the fuck down Alright, so it can see nothing. Mary is horrified to see Pip in this, like, this little stunned state, kind of. In this little stunned state. In this little stunned state. And Gandalf kind of pushes Mary up the way to go see Pip and see how he's like, Pip, what did you see? So Pip tells him he sees fire. And this white tree, Minas Tirith, is pretty much, like, in destruction. It's like, it's on fire. And the Eye of Sauron thinking that, okay, Pip has the ring. So they have to go. So, after all that was said and done, Gandalf, King Theoden, Aragorn, Gimli, Legolas are all in this one room talking it out like okay what to do what to do so King Theoden is pretty much saying why should we go to those that did not come to us and help like basically come to like Gondor why should we help Gondor or anybody in Minas Tirith, why should we help those and then those same people then come to help us in the Battle of Helm's Deep? Like, what are we supposed to do? So, Gandalf and Pip pretty much ride out to Minas Tirith to go talk to Lord Denethor, who also is in a pained state because his favorite son, Boromir, is dead. So, and then we're going to get to that as well because that was like some bullshit to me. Like, how, how are you a father and you got favorites? Like, goddamn. Faramir is somewhere over in another place that's like, what? Not far from Minas Tirith. It's still in Minas Tirith territory. But it's in this little abandoned spot. 
and he's there and he's got he's fighting like all those other soldiers that's coming in. Okay, what else in a movie that I, I don't want to miss anything? I really don't because of the simple fact that I planned this review out for so long and I want to do it. So I was like, oh, now tonight it's like, oh, fuck. After rewatching this movie twice, it's like, fudge, why is there a problem? All right, okay, so basically, and then we're going to go back to Frodo and Sam. A good minute, and this is also coming into the thing with Gollum. It's like he has, you know what? Fuck it. Okay, before we get to Lord Nenethor and everybody in Ministry, before we even get to that part, because I again think that was bullshit. Gollum, we're, we're cutting in for segue to Gollum, Smeagol, Frodo, Sam. Sam was the MVP. Sam was the MVP of this freaking franchise. He never left Frodo's side. He made sure Frodo ate. He made sure he drunk. And he made sure to get some proper sleep. If that ain't a best friend, I don't know what the fuck is, okay? He's been with this guy since the first movie, okay? All right, let's talk about it. Gollum, as sneaky as he is, trying to break him up. So, you know, trying to get Sam in trouble so Frodo can send him away. Just so Gollum can have him to himself. Mind you, that plan didn't really work out too well. It almost did. But it didn't work out too well. Because for some odd reason, it's always gonna, like, like, even when you think Gollum is ahead three, like, it's ahead three steps, Sam knocks him back four. Because Sam is not leaving Frodo's side, no matter how well Gollum even has anything planned out. Sam's not leaving. No matter how you look at it, Sam isn't leaving. So if anything, Sam was the MVP of this movie. And it's, it's great to have him there. Like, Mary has Pip. Sam has Frodo. Alright, cool. Alright, so Gollum... Again, just trying his hardest. Just trying his damnedest. And then you get to this castle... I hope I'm not too far off. Yeah, they're coming into. Yeah, they're getting they're getting ready to get to the Witch King of Angmar. Like this little castle thing is like all neon green and blue and, and like luminescent and stuff. So they get there. Frodo is trying to get <laughs> the ring is calling to him and all that stuff, but. I know I skipped a couple of parts, but that's okay, because I think I'm going to go ahead and do, like, a little... Like I said, this is a summary of the movie. I Forgive me if I missed anything of it. I'll probably, probably do that in the post episodes. Sorry, guys. Forgive me. This is all for fun. Um. Yeah. Frodo, Sam, and Gollum gets to the the castle. Alright? Mind you, that's the same castle. Not too, like, I think a couple of what's far from anything anywhere in Minas Tirith. So you see, oh god, then we gotta go back to Minas Tirith with God damn it. My, uh, my anxiety is fucking up right now. I don't know why. I don't know why it's messing up like this. I don't know why it's messing up like this. Alright. I'm so sorry, guys. I really am sorry. I'm so sorry. Um. Okay. Take a breather. <sighs> 
Pip and Gandalf are making their way to Minas Tirith to go speak to Lord Denethor. 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 And by the time they get there, Gandalf talking about Pip was like, so how long will it take to get there? Gandalf was like, as long as the Nazgul flies. And you better hope we don't have one of those on our tails. Like, goddamn. So, he's like, Pip really pissed off Gandalf to this point. So, they make, and Mary gives him the last little long bottom leaf and then tells Pip that he smoked too much of his. And, and Pip is, like, freaked out because Mary isn't going to be with him. He's like, this is the first time Mary and Pip are going to be, like, separated. Alright. And all this stuff. So, Mary and Pip make their way to Minas Tirith. They get there. And Gandalf is basically laying down the rules of what Pip is not supposed to do. Just, you know, just don't say anything. Just bow to the king and keep him up. But Lord Denethor wasn't the king. He was just, like, vacant. He was just sitting there. He was just making Aragorn's throne warm for him. He was just breaking that shit in. <laughs> Dude, motherfucker. Okay. They get there. Lord Dinder is holding like this horn. I forgot what those were called. Um, if you know, please let me know what that is. Alright, so in Lord Dinder cuts Gandalf off midway. I don't think it was even midway. He was just kind of distraught because no one, especially Gandalf, didn't tell him that, oh, you maybe you have come to tell me that uh why my son is dead. So, you, not, you tell me all kinds of shit, but you're not going to tell me that my son is dead? My favorite son? Man, if I'm such an old ass now. Alright, well, and coming into Pip sees it, he kind of interrupts it, like, and tells Lord Nether that, oh, your son died protecting us. He, he had died saving us. Like, uh, I will do anything for you, my lord. So that goes without a question. So Pip is now serving, you know, the king, fake king, the fake king. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, awesome. Because, you know, his favorite son had died. Look at that. And Faramir, bless his fucking heart, he's over there in Os and Gilead fighting about a couple of people. And, have this, and then come that too. This Gip, this one guy that was like leading the charge, this messed up face and everything. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then, you know, he's fighting, and then he didn't really fight all that much. He just saw one soldier on the ground, and then he just took this little stick thing and just stabbed his ass while he was just breathing, and he wasn't breathing anymore. Alright, and, you know, Gandalf and Pip see that they're rattling, and all the soldiers were coming out from that area, the abandoned city, and they were coming out. You had, like, three Nazguls, like, picking them off like daisies, and Gandalf comes out riding on his horse, and basically just kind of gets halfway to the part where he has to shine his light to blind the Nazgul's because they don't really like sunlight that much. They didn't really like the light, so the light was too strong for them to handle. Alright. Gandalf brings all the, the remains of the soldiers back to Minas Tirith. They go and, you know, get welcome back, welcome back with open arms. That's cool. So, there that goes. Ouch. My nose hurts. I got this cut on my nose. I'm pissed right now. Back to that part. We're still in Mr. I know I'm skipping ahead on some parts, and I know that it, it's kind of confusing, but if you don't, just rewatch the movie. Thank you. I'm only summarizing it in my own words. And after this, we're going to get to the battle. Okay. So, our Lady Arwen 
is getting ready to go to the Undying Lands, if I'm if I'm right. Yeah, they're about to get ready to go to the Undying Lands. And she stops kind of midway to look at this little visual of Gan uh, Aragorn and their son. She sees that, you know, Aragorn's king, and then they have a child. They have a child together. So she gets sad and, you know, she turns back, goes back to the house of Elrond. Elrond is the only one there. Like, homeboy just wants some peace and damn quiet. He's just there by himself. Wanting some peace and quiet. So Lady Arwen basically confronts him. Like, you have to get the foresight. What did you see in my future? He tells her that he saw death in her future. But she had also saw life that she wasn't going... Basically, she wasn't going to die. She saw Aragorn and their son. So... She stays behind. She stays at the house of Elrond, despite the fact of her condition. Bless her heart. Despite the simple fact of her condition. And how it was going to mess with her, despite all of that. It was kind of sad, because that she, she stayed behind. But, you know, it's for reason. It's for love. It is for love. And who of us to deny love? And... You know, she's telling her father to reforge the sword. So, he reforges the sword. He does take it to Aragorn, but he had to be the first one. to. He had to do it in person. He had to take it to Aragorn. And this was in the mountains after the beacons were lit at Minas Tirith. So, Gondor calls for aid. You know, they were going to come into a battle that was good and you know back back to that so Lord Elrond reforges the sword so he's gonna go off to take that to Aragorn he does take it to him alright back in Minas Tirith Gandalf and Pip are trying to light the beacons to send a message to Rohan basically King Theoden that hey come to Gondor because, you know, they're going to need help. We're going to need your help with this. So, when the beacons were lit, and you can see Lord Denethor just so pissed off, like, why are these beacons lit? Fuck! Why are these beacons lit? Alright, so he didn't like that too much, so he kind of backs away. He sees it, is angry, backs away. So, the beacons are being lit all over the mountains, everywhere. And Aragorn was outside when he saw it. So he was like, the beacons are lit. The beacons are lit. Gondor calls for aid. And everybody's looking over at King Theoden. And he took like, what, five seconds to answer? Talking about and Rohan Melanza. Alright. So they're getting ready to go make way to Gondor. Because, you know, battle's coming up. Hey, battle number one is coming up. Oi. Oi. Battle number one is coming up. Alright. What else? Okay, so again, Pip's getting ready to put on his equipment that was given, you know, to him by the king. Fake king and you know he's talking to Gandalf everything and then they go onto the balcony they talk and then they see this flashing of light <clears throat> they see this flashing of light and Gandalf was telling him like oh yeah the witch king of Angmar telling him this whole story and then told Pippin that's the one that stabbed Frodo on top like at Weathertop and he had to think for a minute like that was him what that was him. That was that guy. Like, yeah, that was that guy. Yeah, it was that bitch. And basically, the witch king of Angmar, he's getting ready to, to, to start some shit. 
Look how that's about to turn out. He gets to participate in battle number one. So, everything. Everybody's prepping for battle. Uh, maybe like first, second day, night in. And everyone's just basically getting some food, getting some rest, everything, you know, po- you know pre-battle ritual, you know, stuff like that. So, and then not only at the mountains, they were not too, uh, that too, uh, Legolas, Gimli, Aragorn, and Co. Along with King Theodore. So the mountains that they see are cool. Aragorn's looking in, like, little crevice part, little walkway through the mountains. Everyone's gotta go around. You have to walk through that shit. And Aragorn looked like, and you look very closely, you could see one of the ghost soldiers. And it looks so freaky. Like, what? What? What What was that? What was that? And Aragorn kind of, like, gets kind of you know, focus on what that was or who that was. And Gimli cuts him off like, hey, let's go. Go check some shit out. Yeah. Go get something to eat. You know, looking at. Looking all weird. Okay. <sighs> Take a breather. Take a breather. <sighs> and what else? Um. M- 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 you know, fuck it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and talk about the battles right now. All right, so the two battles. I'm gonna list it now. I'm gonna list this now. That I, I know I'm really skipping around to some parts. I'm just summarizing it as much as I can because you know some of us gotta teach yoga in another six, seven hours, and I need to sleep. And I don't want my mic to piss me off at this time. Um, you know, Frodo, Sam, Gollum are climbing up the mountain. You know, that crap went awry. Uh, Gollum takes, like, all the, the lemon spread and crunches it up and puts all the crumbs on Sam. They wake up. Sam's freaked out. You know, they try to get some meat. Gollum's looking weird at them. He's like, because Sam's like, where's all the Limbersberger? Like, that was all we had left. Like, what? That was all we had left? And so he's looking at Gollum. Gollum was like, you're just scratching his little head. Like, yep, yeah, I'm tired. And then all that stuff. So that happened. It did get into this little altercation. That Frodo's, again, defending Gollum. Like, he couldn't have eaten it. He doesn't even like this stuff. <laughs> He's telling, and he's like, no, elvish food is disgusting. Oh no, let me try some of that elvish food, though. Maybe, maybe it might be tasty to me. Were they vegan at some point? Because they had to be. They had to be vegan at some point. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even going to lie. The elves were vegan. They were straight up vegan. I'm not fucking around. They were vegan. And the dwarves were carnivores. I see it now. And Sam leaves. He's basically, he's not even leaving. He's just staying behind while Gollum and Frodo are going, continuously going up the mountain. Even though the spider is up there. Like, that big ass spider is up there. You know how that turned out? Hi. But, uh, the battles... Honestly, to me, this solidified the trilogy in itself. Honestly, in, in not only that, it's the sixth film Middle Earth series franchise. So basically, it's a Lord of the Rings Hobbit franchise. It's still a Lord of the Rings franchise because, you know, Lord of the fucking Rings. And then you got the Hobbit trilogy. If I had to list the battles between Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, it would have to be... In movie form, it would have to be Return of the King, Battle of Helm's Deep, 
Lord, yeah, it would be Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, the battle at Minas Tirith, and then the battle of the Middle Earth, because, you know, they had two battles in this movie. I have to go for Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, because, you know, the Battle of Helm's Deep, that was a good one, and then The Hobbit, Battle of the Five Armies, because you had elves, men, and dwarves fighting all together, collectively, like, together, together. Those are my three. So it's Return of the King in battle. In battle. Return of the King, Two Towers, Battle Five Armies. That's how I list mine. I don't know if you guys agree, but that that that's my top. Those are my top threes. Alright, so the battles, Gondor's happening, and then we're going to get to the Battle of Middle-Earth. Like, everybody's coming. They're, like, right now, Gondor is the place to, like, have all that big-ass open field, and you got these Oliphants coming, uh, Rohan's coming, you know, King Theoden's, like, there, uh, A1's in the fight, Mary's in the fight, like, everybody's in the fight. Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli are trying to get all these ghost soldiers to fight with them. And then when you see these little pirate ships coming, and then what I think, like, like one of the kings, the, the colonel or something, he comes out of the walls. He's like, yes, we will fight with you. We will fight with you. Alright, so we get to that part, and, you know, they're fighting with them. You know, Legolas, Gimli, Aragorn, coming. You know, they're out, like, on the deck, and they see all these ships going by, and then they try to, you know, it's a three on, like, how many soldiers it was in those ships. So... By the time they go to fight all the soldiers and stuff like that, all these little ghost soldiers are coming. Like, that was really cool. So, like, they all come behind them and they start to fight everybody. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, that's so rad. That is so rad. I thought that was cool. And then, not only, let's go back to Denethor. Okay, let's go back to that part. Faramir goes back out to fight for Osgiliath because it was overrun by all those orcs. So they're getting ready to launch their bows and stuff. They're on horses with swords and shit and they're getting ready to die. You know how that turned out. So they get shot down, you know, Faramir shot down, and basically his dead, well, he wasn't even dead, but, you know, his body is being drugged back to the castle, and Lord Denethor freaks out, he was like, my line has ended, talking about his line has ended, like, dude, your second, your least favorite son just got shot down because you told him to go back out there and you're now having feelings for your own like other son this is your uh, this is your son who's currently alive and the thing about it was lord denethor died in the midst of battle he didn't even know that rohan had made it there to fight with them he didn't even know. Because he was like thinking to himself, okay, we see all these soldiers out here. Where is Rohan? We lit these beacons for nothing. Where is Rohan? Where is our help? I mean, really, yeah, sure. Where were y'all motherfuckers at when Rohan was having that battle with Helm's Deep? Let's take it a movie back for a minute. Let, let, let's take that back. It's like Lord Denethor and King Theoden had some beef. 
They have to have some beef. They they had to. <clears throat> you know, all of that went down. So, case in point, Lord Denethor dies basically mid battle, and Rohan had already had came. So, you know, he was burnt alive. And Faramir never died, so that was cool. Faramir never died. He's alive. And everything. Oh, my back. And, okay, like I said, I'm going to cut this pretty much short, but I don't want this to die. Uh, what else? Spider, Proto, that issue happened. Uh... Frodo's running away from Spider. Gollum's laughing. He's like trying to get that ring from him so he can go on about his business. Uh, Sam finds Frodo. He cuts him out of his little web thing. He technically wasn't dead. So Sam, again, is rescuing Frodo for like throughout the whole movie. He comes in to save his friend. Even though he is his gardener. He, you know, all that stuff. And theoretically, you know, Gondor pretty much won the battle at Minas Tirith. Everyone's dead. Here's how this whole battle was saved. If it weren't for Legolas, Gimli, and Aragorn and all those green ghostly soldiers, everybody would have been dead. Everybody would have been dead. Like, non-stop. And if it weren't for them, pretty much, like, everyone would have done. Legolas getting on that Oliphant, not, <laughs> goat scene ever. And I can't, I don't think I can name one bad scene Legolas was in that he had some really iconic moments in this trilogy alone because he did. In this one, Legolas is taking down a... He took down a whole Oliphant. He took down all the soldiers that were on said Oliphant. He took down this little elephant. This big-ass, massive Oliphant takes it down just by shooting, like, the nape. Like, I think, like, yeah, the nape of his neck shoots him down. Rolls off his trunk and jumps off, and then Gimli was like, "It still only counts as one." Gimli was just jealous because he could do that. He couldn't do it. Bless his heart. Bless his little heart. Um, you know. So again, everybody won. Oh, not only that, another iconic scene. Uh, Lady Eowyn Lady Eowyn went up against the Witch King of Angmar. You can't tell me that wasn't the best scene ever. Okay, one. She mm, takes off her and then uh, the Witch King of Angmar was talking about like, oh yeah, no man can kill me. She took her helmet off, hair coming out and everything and she was like, I am no man. Stabs him in the opening of his helmet, just stabs basically in his non-existent face. I'm gonna stab your ass. And then he twitches and all that shit. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Fantastic shit. Awesome stuff. And it's like so basically Basically, she won the war. And I think basically, Eowyn is to thank. Because forget that. Like, forget that. Uh, she had won the battle for everyone. So pretty much she saved the day. She saved the day, and I thought it was cool. What else? And, uh, what else? Oh, I forgot to do a care pain for this. Shit. Damn it. The hell. 
So Eowyn basically won. She killed the Witch King of Angmar. So give her her props. Give her props. Did anyone thank her? Alright, hold up. Tom. Tam said, come on and go to bed. And so, oh yeah, Thomas was still awake. Um, I didn't want him up because, you know, he had school the next day. And, like, I forgot he was, like, totally up. But, uh, yeah, Aowen killed the Witch King of Angmar. You know, they go to celebrate. Uh, what else? The Battle of Middle-earth. That was another good one. Uh, this time it was the, it was the battle for everything. Sam and Frodo had to go up to that mountain, <clears throat> the volcano part, and he had to go and try to throw the ring out. And you know they were having some issues with Gollum. They're fighting to get up there. Aragorn and company, everybody was just with little soldiers they have left. They have to go to the Black Gates. <clears throat> they have to go ahead and fight. That was cool. So everybody's having a fight of their own. It's like a two different fronts. Fight to stay alive with on Aragorn's side, and he had to basically destroy the ring. And bring peace to everybody. So by the time that got there. Frodo. Got his finger bit off. By Gollum. That sucks. Horribly. I don't want to be up all night. Because Thomas has school tomorrow. Uh, yeah. So Gollum takes the ring. Him and Frodo have it out at the edge, like, very, like, the edge of everything, like, the edge of the volcano. They were this close. All right, so Gollum falls first. He's holding the ring, but as he hit that lava, that was it. Like, his hand was up, like, protecting the ring. Like, you weren't getting out of that. That was hot, hot. It was, like, hot, hot. That was, like, Endeavor hot. My hero, Academia reference. You're welcome. So, and the ring is there. In just hanging for a minute. Until, you know, the little symbols come, came up. And it melts into the fire. Because that, those, at Mount Noom, the ring had to be destroyed there. It was built there. And it had to be destroyed there. So, the ring got destroyed. Yaiatsara freaks out. He goes, ah! No! So, you know, that building that he was at falls. Everybody won. Look at that. Everybody won. It's beautiful. Everybody had won. Thanks to Frodo and Sam. The volcano erupts. Everyone thinks that Frodo and Sam had died. But they didn't. So, everyone's like freaked out. So, Frodo, Sam, unconscious, they leave. They're tired. It's over. It is done. We can go home now. I am tired. They go in the hallway. Alright, so everything's done. Alright, so in conclusion of the episode of said movie, uh, like I said, I summarized it the best way I could. You guys want to watch it? Cool. Awesome. Yay beans. Uh, Ring got destroyed. Battles won because Frodo basically saved the, the whole Middle Earth. Bless them. And the Hobbits had a place in it. So if the Hobbits never part like participated, everybody would have been dead. Wow. Um... What else? So, volcano erupts. Frodo and Sam 
are trying to get out of Mount Doom before, you know, the volcano got to them, too. So, you know, because they were been fried. So, it is evident at this point. So, the ring, the ring got destroyed. Again, it got destroyed. Everybody's all happy, joy, joy. So, not everybody can go home. But they couldn't go home. Because, you know... As you know, yeah, and family is doing stuff right now. So basically, and my boyfriend just messaged me again. Basically, uh, yeah. So again, battles won. Everybody got to go back to Gondor. Because, you know, Aragorn's taking his rightful place as king. You know, Isildur's heir. So, he's taking his rightful place as king. So, all that zoom. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Lady Arwen comes. And stuff. Yay for that. And he is so happy to see her. He's so happy to see her. Um... I'm going to be so mad at that. Um, and stuff like that. So, basically, pretty much everyone got to live a happy ending. And then he gets to Frodo, Sam, Mary, and Pip. And, you know, they're bowing. And Aragorn was like, you bow to no one. Like, my friends, you bow to no one. So everybody bows to pretty much everybody. No. Like, basically, everyone bows to the four hobbits because they basically had a part in helping out the way that they did. They each contributed in a way that they did. So that was pretty cool. Um, so after that, they got to go home and other stuff. They're back at the bar. They, you know, they drink. Sam sees Rosie. You know, I don't know what he's doing. Either he made out with her or he proposed to her. And then they got married, like, the next day afterwards. They cut scene. Like, they got married the next day. And that was pretty cool. That was happy. Frodo's back at home. And basically, it was so sad because Bilbo wasn't there, and like he, everything was like kind of basically like empty. And Frodo, again, he's her holding is like his chest, like the heart, the heart part. Uh, he had got stabbed at Weathertop, and it never really fully healed. So pretty much, Frodo couldn't stay in the Shire because. The, the memories were too hurtful. He's seen too much at the time. So he has seen way too much. And other stuff. So that was kind of scary for him. So they go. Gandalf's like taking them somewhere. So Bilbo's asking about his old ring. Frodo tells him like he lost it. He was like pity. So basically I think they're both going to the Undying Lands. No, Bilbo's going to the Undying Lands. Frodo's going on another adventure with Gandalf. So, Mary, Pip, and Sam are sad. Sam takes the book that Frodo gave him and is like, you know, take it, read it, create your own memories in it, you know, and just have fun. So, at the end of the movie, Sam... Mary and Pip are going back to the Shire, but at the end, end uh, Sam goes back home. He sees his kids. He sees Rosie. He goes to the door. And that concludes my review of Return of the King. Pretty much the battle scenes were good. Excellent. The movie overall was a 10-10. Uh, it was really good in my end. Uh, it was really good to me. I can't speak for everybody else. But uh, it was really good for me. Um, 
And that concludes it for tonight. All right, because I got to go to bed. Tom's got to go to bed. And my cats are hissing for some odd reason. I don't know why they're hissing at each other. But I am going to, and my boyfriend's texting nonstop. So I have to go talk to him. So I hope you guys enjoyed this review. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble and stuff. Nope. So I'm going to go ahead and talk to my boyfriend because he I don't know why he's messing with me mid-podcast. Uh, I love you guys so much. Uh, happy well, early Monday because, you know, it's 1240 a.m. Uh, May 24th. So uh, get some rest because I'm about to get some rest because fuck my boyfriend right now because forget it. Um... I'm going to work on a season three very soon. So I don't know when I'm going to drop that. But there is going to be season uh, season three for the trailer. Uh, a trailer for this podcast. I'm so goddamn sorry. I'm not drinking enough. Uh, also, get vaccinated. I want to go to concerts. Like I said in my episode yesterday... And it is also the Saturn retrograde in Aquarius. Crazy, right? So, good night. I love you all. And uh, have fun. Have fun. Good night. Other stuff. Get vaccinated. And I might do an episode next week. I don't know. Um, And that's just about it. So, uh, good night. And happy Monday.